In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to talk about Breast Cancer Awareness Month, making sure that you've got all your people taken care of. We are also going to talk about curiosity and this amazing thing that asking questions can do for our brains. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Laura, October is a very important month. It is. And it's more than just kind of the start of the fall season and Halloween and getting excited about that. It's actually known for another color other than orange. Yes. So it's known for pink. Right. We're talking about National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And when I was looking and researching this segment, I was like, why'd they pick October? You know, just because you think of the fall colors and the Halloween colors and the purple and the greens and the oranges and the yellows, and then they throw pink in there. And it's interesting to me. I know pink. I know all the cancers have a certain color associated with them. Okay. I didn't know that. Do you know that? Okay. Because I think my dad's colon cancer was, I think it's purple. Okay. I, I could be wrong out there, people. Sorry. Each cancer has a certain color associated with it. That's why when you have the ribbons, like the different colored ribbons stand for different cancer. So pink is breast cancer awareness. Tell us why they decided to pick October. So National Breast Cancer Awareness Month dates back to October 1985. Okay. When the first organized movement to bring attention to the dangers of breast cancer occurred in the United States. So they just kept it in October because that's when it kind of started. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one would think they might pick like, I don't know, April or... February, like a, not, like a pink month, but obviously there was some importance and reason why they picked October. It wasn't just they pulled it out of the hat. So. Okay. And it's interesting because I think breast cancer has got to be one of the most prevalent types of cancers amongst adults. Yes. I know a lot of people that have had breast cancer. Yes. The odds of having breast cancer is a one in eight. Right. Which seems pretty yeah, high. It is pretty high. But... When detected in the early stages, the five-year relative survival rate is 99%. Which is great. That's pretty yeah. high, too. That's And it's really exciting the amount of research that they've been able to do and the amount of money that has been able to be uh, raised for breast cancer research. A lot of the folks that I know that have had breast cancer have had very targeted treatments and have had very good outcomes with those treatments. And so that is encouraging yes. uh, as long as we keep on it, yes. right? Well, and that's one of the cancers, if you think about it, that you can do some some screening yourself, right. you know, monthly. Yeah. And, that, and that's really what we're all supposed to do. And I'm going to be the first to raise my hand. I am not good at it. I used to be, before my hysterectomy, like I would do it when it was my time of the month, like mm-hmm. yeah. in the shower. And because it was just my reminder that came naturally, right? And then I would be like, okay, let's go ahead and, you know, check, do a um, self-check for lumps. 
And now that I don't have that monthly visitor, right? <laughs> I tend to not do it. And so I I need to, I don't know, I need to probably just put a, ca- uh, a reminder on my calendar, my phone. Yeah, set an alarm um, on your phone. For a certain date of yeah. the month. And then... Like, so the first of the month... Yes. Dog gets heartworm medication. Yep. That car, happens at ours. Car gets oil checked uh, to make sure the oil level is where it needs to be. Yep. And you might as well just do a self-exam. Self-exam. Yep. That same. So first of the month. And I send rabbit rabbit to my friend. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I know someone who used to do that. So. Yep. Yep. So there you go. First so, month, just, right? just load up all those monthly things. All those things. I mean, you might have to spread it out across the week, the first week of the month. Oh, I mean, I'm, maybe. I'm thinking you just take a day off of work. <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of want to spend my day doing other things. I think my day <laughs> off work, right? I don't have right. a ton of days. The National Breast Cancer Awareness Foundation has a theme this year. It's called RISE. And so what that stands for is rally and sharing everywhere. So they're really trying to get the word out okay. to everyone to go and get the give the support that women need for their screening, for the care they need, to be aware that they need to get their um, self-exam, to get their mammogram scheduled and completed. And you could even go to their website and donate just to help spread the awareness, which I think is really cool. Basically, they have a calendar this month and we're, you know, what? week three into the month of October, on the calendar, they have an activity either to do or to learn about breast cancer awareness. Okay. And so they're really encouraging people to share this calendar. So we're going to put this calendar on our Friends Fit 40s Instagram page and our Facebook page. Okay. So our Friends Fit 40s Instagram is at Friends Fit 40s. Facebook page is... Friends Fit 40s. Pretty simple. We try to keep it simple. And today's activity, actually the day that this podcast is airing, their activity is to schedule your own mammogram or encourage someone else to schedule theirs. So I am scheduled. It's I'm scheduled for November 7th. Okay. So I can check that one off my list, but I can encourage other ones. Yes. To get make sure they've got their scheduled. A little tidbit story is that I had my very first ever mammogram exactly one month after I had my hysterectomy. Ah. Oh. Three years ago. And so it's just kind of interesting because it's kind of like I had that big right. moment, you know, right. in life. And then I had another big moment. Right. Yeah. So now I basically, mine happened September 30th, the first one did. And so now I just try to, in October, I get my reminder to call and schedule. And so I get it done in October or November um, just to get it done. And actually I went last year in October and the lady who did my mammogram was like, yeah, October is such a busy month for mammograms because a lot of women go ahead and like get it done in October, which I think is really cool because that's the whole point of the awareness month. Right, is to to get the awareness out and get people scheduled and get that early detection. So, if the number of mammograms go up in October because of that, I think they're they're doing their their job. Yeah, at least you know at least part of their job, right? Right. Getting it done. Yeah. So my mammogram this year is scheduled in February. Okay. um, Which will be just every year. I do the same thing, and I have to remind myself when I get my mammogram that um, you don't put on deodorant. Yes. The day of, and so I Good always point. bring wipes with me, yep. and I always bring a small thing of deodorant so that I can put it right after. And then I also wear clothes that aren't is not a dress, right? Yes. And so I can have something on on my bottoms when yes. I have 
something awful my top. Just yeah. just things Her that I think about. Comfort. Right? Yeah. yeah. And Good it's, point, Stephanie. It's a pretty quick uh, process. I think that in, in our town with the mammogram center that we have, uh, I can pretty much bank on getting in and out within 45 minutes. Yep. It's not painful. Right. Uh, Maybe it's uncomfortable. Not, yeah, I, I was going to say. It's you, not comfortable. If you <laughs> haven't had one, I think, to be honest, to say that it's maybe uncomfortable, but it's so quick. Yes. Um, it's easier than going to the dentist. Yes. You know, and how long they sit there and clean your teeth. Mm -hmm. So if you can handle the dentist, you can handle a mammogram. Yeah. So, so just some things to think about as you're going about your way. Make sure that you uh, remind your people to get their mammograms. Yes. And, and then share uh, the National Breast Cancer Awareness. They basically want you to share the calendar and other just awareness posts on your social media. So go out there, hashtag it, put it on your Facebook. We're going to do that. They just want to get the awareness out there. That's their whole theme of the rally and sharing everywhere. So they really are encouraging people. They know that, you know, people are on their phones. So why not share it in your social media? So that's what we're going to do. And we encourage you to do that as right. well. One of the things that I love about my job is that we have what's called a makerspace. Those are so cool. They I think are. you should tell the people what they are. Yeah. Their school may not have one. Right? Yeah. And so in our library, I, I work in a school library, in a middle school library. And in our library, we have a separate room that's called a makerspace. In that room is butcher block tables. And all kinds of robotics, all kinds of hands-on crafts. Uh, so we have pipe cleaners and googly eyes and 3D doodlers, which is like a, if you could imagine a glue gun, but we put plastic in it and it creates plastic shapes oh. with the 3D doodler. It's very cool. Oh. Right? It yeah, comes out. Like, I want to come play. Up, right? Yeah. It's, it's fun. Um, we have puzzles and a puzzle that's kind of like an opposite puzzle where you get little stickered squares and you create a picture with the puzzle. So we oh. just finished up a unicorn. I don't tell the kids what it is that they're creating with their stickers. So it's just like a mosaic, sticker mosaic. What else do we have in our makerspace? We are doing gnomes in our makerspace this, this week. I just pulled out Kiva planks, which are just little planks of wood that you can use to build all kinds of structures with it. Very cool. So just yeah. different open-ended materials, a lot of open-ended materials, not all, that they can work on their science, math, creative thinking. Yes. So. And so I love this because I believe that maker spaces allow us to continue to be curious. Yes. And yes. as I continue to grow, the thing that I realized is that curious people are so interesting. I was just getting ready to finish your sentence with that. <laughs> right? That's so crazy. Yes. Yeah. They just, I mean, you just, when you meet a curious person, they just want to know about everything. Yes. And, and they have information to share with you because of their curiosity. Right. And so, and they know all that. It's like they collect. Right all these ideas and and I feel like a makerspace um, promotes that with kids yes but and I feel like as adults we have to create our own maker opportunities or curious opportunities in order to just keep us going right 
I was just going to say that I think it's so great to have those maker spaces in the middle school and high school level because I think that's the age that typically the curiosity starts to dwindle. Yeah. And so to encourage that among the students is awesome because we want the students of today to be curious adults of tomorrow. Right. So we have to continue to foster it. And then as adults, we have to continue to remind ourselves that curiosity is a thing. Oftentimes, I think adults feel like they have to have all the answers instead of be able to ask the questions. And living in a way that allows us to ask the questions actually expands our understanding and empowers other people that are able to support us with those answers. So like this podcast is kind of like one of our makerspace. Yeah, it kind of is. You're right. Because we are being curious about different topics that we're not experts on. We say it in our original opening that we're novice um, with this idea of fitness and nutrition. And we have some background, but a lot of it is stuff that we've been curious about. We want to know more about and we learn about it and we want to share it with others because we feel like it's important enough that somebody else should should know. Right? So, yeah. yeah exactly. Like our podcast is this big old makerspace. We could put a new sign in front of our room. Oh, we should. We yeah. should call it the Makerspace Podcast Closet. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the murder room. Closet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the really cool part about the podcast is not only did we have asked questions and sought answers, but now we're living in a way that encourages us to ask even more questions, right? It's like we're living with our eyes wide open. Oh, yes. Very much so. So I came up with a list of five ways that you can become more curious with a bonus at the end. Okay. All right. So the first way is to ask questions. Right. We've been talking about that. So (laughs) living in a way that allows us to ask questions instead of just having all the answers. Right. But when you ask questions, you have to have conversations. Right. And listen. Yes. To what people say and really listen. We've talked about this so many times. I think it could be one of my pet peeves now (laughs) in life is is watching people have conversations. And making sure that they're listening. Right. Because so many people take over the conversation and just do all the talking. Right. And or they just say like, like somebody will say something and the response will be whatever that person had planned to say prior to the previous person talking, right? Right. So you know that that's not listening. So really listening, pausing, asking a follow-up question, right? And then embracing learning. Oh, yes. Finding learning from all the different spaces. There's so many avenues for us to get information these days. And so um, I was just standing actually in Walgreens today getting some photos for my classroom because they're the only people out there that develop in town. <laughs> and there was, an, uh, there was a, a magazine and it was The Science of Exercise. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to buy it today. <laughs> Because I just bought an article, Science Magazine. They are a little bit expensive for a magazine. They're not your $3 or $5 magazine. They can be like $15. So I already have one and I haven't like dove into it yet. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait and trying to be mindful with my money spending and read my first um, right. magazine that I purchased for $14 before I go and buy another one. But yeah, I was so curious. I'm like, ooh, I want to know what they have to say about that. Like that's something I want to dive into. So yeah. Taking those, the 
those moments that could be boring, Mm -hmm. standing around and waiting for something and embracing those learning opportunities that are around you. Yes. I equate this to an adventure that I had in Nebraska this summer. Oh, (laughs) which which adventure is that? Right. (laughs) So Nebraska, Western Nebraska can be pretty barren. And we went kayaking, canoeing in Western Nebraska. In a river in a river yep in the smallest town in nebraska okay and we know this because of the license plate numbers so right 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 all kinds of opportunities for learning right there but like like i learned so much on that day on that river in nebraska (laughs) like it was it was amazing experience i learned that people get in cattle um feeders and they canoe down a river in cattle feeders they call it tanking it's fantastic so now, did anyway. you go tanking or did you go kayaking? I went kayaking, but okay. I, I went. But you tankers. saw the tankers, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I was like, "Well, that looks like fun. I want to interview that's those another tankers, way right? To, to yeah. enjoy the river, like, yep. Who thought of that? All we could probably Google that and find yep. out. Yeah, we could probably could. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about uh, the five ways that you can become more curious, and we talked about asking questions, listening, and embracing those learning, even in the boring moments. And number four is. Make a list of questions that you have. So I read an article by Art Markman, and he is a psychologist, and he was talking about all the different things that you can do to develop your own curiosity. And one of those things was make a list of those questions that you have and call up that list in the moments where you would mindlessly scroll through a website or mindlessly like Facebook or whatever, Instagram or whatever it is that you do. Now you're going to follow Friends Fit 40s. Look at our pages first. Yes. And then go to your list of questions that you have and research something. Right. Well, and maybe something that you have a question on, we've done a podcast about. Oh, yeah. And you can go find that podcast and listen to it. There you go. On your next time when you're in the car or cleaning or cooking, whatever it is that you're doing. Or listening to our podcast and using that as a springboard for more questions. Perfect. Yep. Two ways you could do that. And then the next thing that Art Markman said to do is challenge a friend to be curious together. Oh, well, I think you did that. <laughs> Check mark for you. Right? Yeah. Like, hey, Laura, let's do this podcast. And I'm like, okay, let's go be curious and learn about all these different topics and share it with whoever wants to listen. I know. How yeah. fun is that? So... You can have a fitness friend, you can have a movie theater friend, you can have a mall walking friend, and a curiosity friend, right? There you go. Okay, so here's my bonus. Da, 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 da. I, I think we need some music for that. Oh, What's the bonus? Oh, here's our bonus. Here's the bonus. We should be curious with our children as well. Yes. Yeah. So oh my goodness. That's I, super I could important. go on about that in a whole nother episode. Um, the importance of doing that. But we might we might dive into that in another episode. Yes. But definitely be curious with them. Help them yeah. to discover what they're interested in. Yeah. And foster that learning. And go down rabbit holes with, with the kids, you know? Yes. Like, why is snow cold? All the things that the, the kids ask. So uh, that's super important. As educators, we think that curiosity is not only important for the youngsters in our lives, but also uh, for the adults in our lives as well. All right, Laura, now it is time for our weekly homework. Besides texting or calling and reminding a friend to go get a mammogram. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. That's number one. Number one. On your homework. Remind all those important people in your life that they need to make sure to get an appointment for a mammogram. Yes. All right. And then also make a list in your notebook. What are you curious about? 
Is it why do caterpillars determine how much snow you're going to get? Or why do persimmon seeds do the same thing? Right. Is it real? Is it not real? Right. How to something like how to make scones. Okay. That could be fun. I think you should go down that rabbit hole, Laura, and let me be your taste tester. Okay. Um, How about how the internet works? That could be a fun one to look for. Yes. Or how to build muscle. Yes. Because that is actually really fascinating. It's not what you think it is. We have an episode or two or three about it. Right. Check it out. Check it out. And in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You got this. Do you love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.